previously on SDI and the Degenerate. All right, SDI, we've made it this far in the podcast. We, I'm going to get to some treacherous waters and all the Shark Week. Politics! Like, he, like he's the kind of playing prevent defense. Um, uh, whether it's smart or not smart, uh, he, they, they kind of, you know, he's a he's a – Playing prevent defense. Well, you but, know what they say about you know what they say about prevent defense. Yeah, prevents you from winning the game. Yeah, well, yeah. But but is 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 Trump going to be disciplined enough to to take the chunk yards that are available? And now I just can't stop picturing Trump in a full suit dropping back to pass and heaving a ball down the field. And he'd be in a wall of coverage. By, and and McConnell's going to be there to tap it to Bar to catch it for the touchdown. <laughs> It's gonna go over the outstretched arms of Biden. <laughs> yeah, I think you have a better chance with Kamala Harris on defense. Welcome to another episode of SDI and the Degenerate. We are recording on this day, August the twentieth. 2020. Uh, it's a Thursday. If you're listening to us on VT Radio, you are listening on August the 21st, Friday, 2020. And uh, I think we're all still recovering from that prevent defense that the, the Democrats ran on the Republicans last week. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I've only been nervous twice in, in my career as a podcast uh, recorder. The first was my, our first episode ever, and the second time is today because now we have a lot of new fans, and a lot of people are expecting something similar, and I don't know if we're going to be able to deliver. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't just do the same thing every time, no? Now let's have a play a basketball game. <laughs> right, now it'll be the same thing. Yeah. Throw it to Trump in the low post, you know? Yeah. Trump, Trump kicks it out to Ted Cruz for three. Right. <laughs> the Dems give Trump another alley-oop. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there you go so like you see like we could do the we could do that all day come on do... charges her uh channels her inner on dragage and give joe biden cpr on the court <laughs> yeah those of you that see 30 years from now i may not remember this uh, i may not remember why because uh goran Dragic, you know jimmy butler took a hard fall in today's playoff game uh, it's, yeah, it's August and they're playing NBA playoffs. Amazing. Uh, like 30 years from now. And uh, Jimmy Fuller took a hard foul. He took forever to get up and go on draw to just give him like a little chest or resusc- resuscitated him. And then he got up and he was fine. And so, yeah. That's, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. Dragon saved his life. <laughs> yeah, he brought, brought him back to life. On brought him back to life. Okay, you they, know what? If not, if not, they would have marked Jimmy as a COVID uh Oh God! <laughs> I, I mean, I got to bring all these three together. I got to bring the heat, uh, politics, and COVID all together. Now, it's not what you think. Um, the other day, which was what Tuesday the eighteenth, uh, was our local primaries, and we all went out and voted. And I got to give a shout out to the Miami Heat because uh, their senior uh, director of marketing was on the radio, Michael McCullough, and he gave us the he. There's a website. I mean. There's heat.com slash vote, which forwards you to a website, and you just type in your address and what party affiliation you are, and, and it literally forwards you to the website, 
and you could get all the information on all the candidates that were that were up for on Tuesday. Uh-huh. Like you could click on anybody's picture, you click on their link, and it takes you to their website, and you could do research on all the candidates. I mean, it was it was great. I thought so, I found so it very I, useful. If I put Republican, it won't show me the Democrats running. It'll show you your it'll show you your your Republican ballot, like it would like oh, it'll show I see. you. Okay, so like like it'll have it'll have the Republican Congress primary as opposed to the Dem primary because it won't be yes. on the ballot. Like okay, that state that of, the, the the state attorney race, which was what by two Democrats, right. that that would appear on both ballots. Correct, and I'm and the mayoral one would appear on both ballots. Everybody, yes. all you know, Bobo, uh, Pinellas, all of them will appear regardless of party. Yes, correct. Okay, and so that's that's how like it, that that's how it worked out. Uh, I, I got. I mean, I have a question about that SDI. Not this is not political. I promise. Yeah, just a question I have. <clears throat> well, the problem with your question is going to be that it's going to require a political answer, but I'll do my best. No, I, I don't think it will. But right. I, I mean, I I honestly don't know the answer. But why would anybody be registered as an independent, even if like even if you don't even if you don't. Uh, I feel like it's almost better to be registered as a certain party, so that way you can have more more stuff to vote on. You could well, vote on primaries. Yeah, it, you, dep- they- it depends on the state. I think every state is different. I think some states will allow independents to p- pick whichever ballot they want. I could be wrong on that, actually. Don't quote me on that. Uh, no, I mean some people just don't want to be affiliated with any party. No, I can understand. Like, I mean, not want to be affiliated, but at least for your registration, have register towards a, a party that you can still vote however you want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I would, I would, I would probably not register as an independent. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, there's, I guess it's just some, for some people, it's just more important to say that they're not, you know, not to register for any party. But I mean, how, who's going to know? Like, like, do you have to like, do you have to show your voter registration to like a job interview? Like, no, you can keep that to I, yourself. I don't, I don't think, you're, I don't think, I think that's illegal actually, if they ask you for it. Of course it is. Um, no, I know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that way they won't get emails from people. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Our, our texts, our, our text, text alerts. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, like I keep I, getting, I keep getting emails from. Uh, I don't want to reveal who because then it'll reveal my party affiliation. But I get emails from a uh, from people from a potential congressman who's not even in my district. <laughs> that's true. I keep getting emails from him, and I'm like, dude, you're not even in my district, buddy. So to, uh, Brendan Tobin, who the host at 790 The Ticket, the morning show, he lives in Palm Beach County, and he gets emails uh, from people in, in our district. In our, in our, in our, we're both yeah. in the same district, SDI. We're, we're, we're two counties away from him. And he gets emails. Uh, he gets e- regular emails uh, saying, is Donna Shalala crooked? And right. Donna Shalala is not even close to his district. Like why would yeah. like he can't even vote on that even if he want even if he wanted to. <laughs> so I just why yeah, you're right. You do get a barrage of emails. But yeah. I mean you can get them anyways. I don't know if that has anything to do with what party well, affiliation you're going I've to. never got I've never gotten an email from anybody who's in the party that I am not registered for. Uh, you know, I have, I, I have, uh, but it, it goes back to my days in, in Flagler College. Mm-hmm. I, I just figured it out yesterday. Somebody kept sending me text alerts to come vote for this person, and they kept calling me Elizabeth, which was insulting. And uh, I, I told them multiple times, I'm not Elizabeth, I'm not Elizabeth. Yeah. And it turns out, like, it, it goes back to somebody running in the 904 in the Jacksonville area, back when I was going to school there for four years. And I don't know how they got my... I don't know how. I mean, I remember, oh, all a, I you know. Have, you have a Miami area code. You don't have a Jacksonville area code. Correct. And your phone number has always was has never been Elizabeth's. 
No, correct. So that's weird. Uh, I uh, maybe because uh, I know back at it was 2008. I believe like I registered to vote down here in South Florida, but my first time actually voting in a presidential election, I was at school. Mm-hmm. I was in I was in St. Augustine. But I believe that year, 2008, they let you change your registration address at the voting booth. Like you could, you could walk up, uh, mm-hmm. change your change your address, and you could vote there. And I did that. I did that yeah, in a that, voting. That, that seems safe. <laughs> yeah. So I was registered to vote there for that election and for the 2010 midterms, and then I think I just I don't know what I did to switch back on 2012. I forgot what I did because 2012 I was back here. I was back here already. But, yeah, uh, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but yeah, uh, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe they just don't want to get annoying emails like I do from people that aren't even in my freaking district. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, like you can reply. Like, uh, do you ever reply back to those? No, because I mean, it is. It doesn't matter that they're in my district. It's for Congress, so having them in Congress, even though technically they won't represent me, but they'll represent the district, you know, right west of me. It should still benefit me, so I I don't know, but I don't I'm not gonna donate to your campaign, buddy. Yeah, I, 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 I was, but I was, yeah, I was saying like I, I replied, hey, I'm not in this. Why do you keep texting me? Like you know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I can't vote on this, even if I wanted to, even if I agreed with you or disagree with you. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I did re- I did reply something, but if I say what I replied, oh, yeah, people that listen to the podcast will know who that is, and therefore will know my party affiliation. Yeah. <laughs> We better we better we better divert subject before we accidentally give away our state secrets. Right, right. <laughs> and I, we mentioned COVID, um, so this is going to be dep- this, I don't want to get this depressing. Uh, you know, nine minutes early into the podcast, but uh, the Mets, the New York Mets, just got popped yeah. with the COVID player, and apparently yeah, what, somebody in the staff has COVID. Yeah, what, what, one player, one staff. So that means the Mets are not going to play for a solid week, and the Mets okay, are playing four, the Marlins. Four days. Four days. It's it's the, the when the Reds had one guy test positive, it was four days. But, but that's assuming nobody else gets popped in the correct, four days. Correct, correct. That's assuming nobody else has it, a hundred percent. So, which is very unlikely. I feel like more more people are going to get popped. Mets are on the verge of a huge outbreak, and they played the Marlins, who um, got were just starting to get players back. I believe Miguel Rojas was supposed to be in the lineup today. Yes, he was, and uh, he was the first guy back. And they were making some call ups, getting ready. They have a, they leave for a road trip. They're supposed to leave for a road trip tonight uh, after the game, but now there's, there's no game today. And I, I, and I already know what's going to happen. The Mets-Marlins game was here? Yeah. Okay. So they got it here. I mean, I mean, I mean it's, been, it's been four days. He could technically could have gotten it prior to here, but I, I bet he got Highly it. Highly unlikely because they get tested daily. Um, okay, so let's, let's analyze this. It's in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, bar, where where I don't know I don't know where like the Hard Rock I don't know where else to, unless they like open the strip unless uh, Andy Slater's dancing sources know something that I don't. Uh, well, yeah, I know what you're going with this because uh, the game would have ended after the curfew. Correct. Yeah. And even if even if even if it was a day game, like still uh, okay, they they went to a restaurant outdoors. It I mean it's just weird. It, it's just it's just weird that they got it in a city where everything is still pretty much closed. And there's a ten o'clock curfew. Yeah, so like, I mean, maybe some games ended at nine thirty, but you still got to do post game and shower yeah, and do all that. The game. Let's say they went. Let's say they went to hang out on South Beach before the game. Oh, like, yeah. 
it's still it's still highly unlikely that they would have gotten it. That's what this is weird. This is weird. This one I don't understand. Yeah, this this could be something huge, and I I, I would I already know what's going to happen with the Marlins. They're not going to. I'm guessing they're not going to fly to Washington today as they were supposed to, and they're going to postpone tomorrow's game out of an abundance of caution. That's the line. Yeah, that that's use. that's Manfred's new favorite line. An abundance of caution, and they have yeah. they, they're already making up a game with the Nationals on this road trip. They have a doubleheader already scheduled for Saturday on their previous Rona outbreak. And you know what? I don't know. I think I think I think if, if, assuming everybody on the Marlins has a negative today, which I think we, we can assume that because if not, it would have already been reported. Um, I think they, I think they fly to D.C. Mm-hmm. and if, and just stay in their hotel and await test results. And it cost the Phillies a week, and they didn't even get. I mean, uh, they didn't have any players tested, but just because the Marlins. But I guess the Marlins had a huge outbreak. It was a huge outbreak, and it was also earlier. And it, the, the the Phillies did have a couple guys. Like no? they had staff members. They had staff members, so they had people that were members of the of the team that were that were testing positive. Uh, in the case of the Reds, for example, it was only one player. They played four days later, and the team they were supposed to play. Uh, none of none of their games got suspended except for maybe one. Uh, it, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, they missed. I think they missed two games against the Pirates, and then they played a doubleheader against the Royals, which had other side effects. Uh, on, uh, nothing to do with baseball. <laughs> what, what happened? Oh, uh, yesterday was I talking about yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tom Tom Brennerman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Legendary broadcaster. Have you listened? Yeah, that sucks, man. He's a good broadcaster, but obviously, what he said was inexcusable. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he got he didn't know his mic was on, and it's a cardinal but mistake. What I, what, I, what I will say, what I will say is that obviously what Tom Brennerman said was really bad. Like, we all get it. Obviously, like, nobody nobody is going to sit here and say, no, he, he, he should he, – he, what he said was cool. Obviously, it wasn't. It was a mistake. He shouldn't have said it. His apology was very good, by the way, but whatever. That's <laughs> and he called well, the home run mid-apology. Like, Nick Castellanos. Oh, there I'm deeply sorry. And, oh, there goes the ball the left run. field by Nick Castellanos, yeah. and it's out of here. Right. Four nothing but, Reds. <laughs> right. But what I will say is Fox came out today and said that he's not going to broadcast any other football games. Really? Already so said for, yeah. for the season? For the NFL, yes. All right. They haven't said anything about the Reds, but for the NFL, he's not going to be a part of the teams, of the broadcasting teams. Damn. So I have a question for Fox. Here's my question to Fox. If Tom if you're suspending Tom Brennan for the season for what he said, which was obviously very bad, are you gonna are you gonna broadcast Philadelphia Eagles games or is what Deshaun Jackson said okay? Ooh, whoa, whoa, we got we got we, we took a dark turn on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm just sick of I'm just sick of people defining what's what's bad enough and what's not. Everything is bad. Then do it right. Do it fair. Come on. That's deep. Whoa. I, like, I, I'm shocked. Like, like, is TNT going to suspend Dwayne Wade for what he said about Nick Cannon? No, obviously not. Kung Pao! <laughs> oh, my God. What just happened? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest. No, no. Do it away. Do it away. Keep going do do back to Deshaun Jackson. Keep 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 going away. Keep going. We don't want we don't want to restrict the, the free streets. Free, free no, I know. I just I just keep going back to that Deshaun Jackson thing because it just I mean as 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 a Jew, it just bothers me that that's the one thing that you that's the one thing you can still get away with is being anti-Semitic. This is deep. This is getting deep. SDI. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to do here. No, just, just segue. Wanna, we'll just do an awkward yeah, segue. Awkward, yeah, awkward segue. segue. Yeah. I, I just. I mean, it was kind of my fault for bringing up the Tom Brennan situation. No, uh, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. It's, it, it's something that needs to be said. Yeah, and so I was just bring. I just wanted to bring up the funny part of him calling the home run mid Yeah, it was. It was great. Like, hopefully, hopefully, you know, he learns from his mistakes and he apologizes and he does the right thing and he can call a game again and he gets a second chance. 
But if not, it would be really funny if his last ever call for a legendary broadcaster is a home run mid-apology. <laughs> funny trivia question. Nick Castellanos. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a home run. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, you got to do it. Like a ground ball to second base, I, I feel like you can ignore again, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to keep saying good things about Tom Brennan, but he's a very good broadcaster. I mean, that, that's that was so professional. Yeah, and he made a very unprofessional mistake. Uh, not. I mean, there's always a general rule in broadcasting, uh, is that the mics are always on. You have to yeah. assume like the mics are always on. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I, I do question: Did the producer let him know that the mics on? Because he doesn't have control of when his mics on. If he's brought, doing a remote broadcast, right. um, the producer has to tell him, "Hey." Your mic's hot. Or maybe the producer just got into a routine that when he sees like there's 10 seconds left on the commercial break, he turns his mic on. And uh, and then Tom Brenneman just fired, uh, fired up. I wanted to know the backstory. I'd like to know um, if the but producer had given him if, heads up. If the mic picked it up, that means that they were already back from commercial, right? Yeah. like they. If, like, if I mean, not, it wouldn't have been heard. If not, they would have been able to just, you know. Not- yeah, then he, yeah, he would have been able to talk, but he, he was probably so deep into his conversation, he probably wasn't looking at the monitor to see that they were back. Yeah, but that's or- kind of on him. Like I know, no, no, you're right. Like that's def- that's not on the producer. That's on him. Like I know, I know how I know on average how long a commercial break is for for a baseball game. And he's and been doing it for like twenty seven years, job, right? Like you think he should know? He should know. It's you know, it's ninety seconds or two minutes or whatever it is. And if you're broaching on sensitive material that you don't want aired, you might want to like look around and like double check to yeah. make sure. Not that, not that you up. should, not that you should ever say what he said. But if you're going to say it, just don't do it in the broadcast booth. Yeah, no, like, yeah. I, I, ideally, uh, and you know, even if you say it and you think it's funny, the guy you say it to might not think it's funny, and you have an awkward moment. Right. Even though he probably knows the guy, and uh, he probably felt like he could get away with that kind of language around. Yeah, him. but still, just, just not. You just don't do that at a workplace. Don't do that when you have a microphone. Like, no. It's just not. It's, just, it's a bad. It's just. It was just obviously a terrible comment and a really stupid move on his part. And it just it just happened to get ca- uh, caught on the mic, and that's my that's my biggest fear as a producer. Is yeah. A second biggest fear outside of letting a curse word get out over the air right. is you know having somebody having the host because all the hosts are doing remote broadcasts now with this coronavirus. Yeah. It's having somebody. Somebody, you know, think that they're off the air, and then they're on the air. They say something they're not supposed to say. Like I've I've had it before where n- nobody was saying anything bad, but people were, you know, talking bad about other people in the workplace. Right. And they needed they even tell me, hey, give us another give us another minute. We got to finish this conversation before we get back on the air. I'm like, all right. And so I let the song play for a little bit, and then uh, and then when they were ready, I turned their mics on. But uh, it, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a scary situation, and. Uh, if the producer didn't give him a heads up that they were on the air, then maybe he deserves some blame too. But probably not as much as Brenneman. But um, and I, but yeah, that, that's a, that's a costly moment. Just had a legendary career out the window over one mistake yeah. uh, comment. Yep, that's tough. But you can't, you can't, you can't say those things, man. Uh, but well, by the way, just this is this a segue. <laughs> this I, I just got a t- uh, somebody texted me a tweet from Mike Francesa. Uh-oh. Mets versus Marlins, Mets versus Yanks tomorrow postponed. This baseball season is a farce. Is he a Mets or a Yankees fan? I don't know, but well, he just texted, he just tweeted out that today's game was postponed between the Mets right. and Marlins, well, I, I, and tomorrow's Mets Yankees game is already postponed. No, I asked because I'm assuming if he's a Yankee fan and the Yankees are good, he probably doesn't think it's a farce. Ah, like like the guys at Barstool who now think that this baseball season is a farce because the Red Sox are horrible. Oh yeah, geez, yeah. I mean, Chris Sale was already having Tommy John surgery before before the pandemic. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And the Red Sox are just bad, and they were kind of bad last year too. Right. Like the Padres are pretty good this year, and they're really fun to watch. So I I, I want the baseball season to keep going. I'm having fun watching them. 
I want the Bay. I mean, the Marlins hit have had a losing skid, and they're back to five hundred. But um, yeah, I, thank God. That, now I don't have to go on Twitter every night after Marlins win and still in first place after four games. Like, they're still in second place. They're still in playoff positioning that's as fine, of right now. That's fine, but now it's not. Now it's not. You know, first place Marlins versus first place Orioles. It's been three games, dude. And so, I mean, I still want the season to continue because I want to see all the Rona guys come back, and they were going to get one of them back today or yesterday. And you get to, to, to see Sixto Sanchez next week. Yeah, Sixto Sanchez and Jesus Sanchez, two of the top 100 prospects at baseball. Uh, they were going to call. Say, uh, they were going to get called up uh, for the road. They were going to go make the road trip with yeah. the team. And um, I, I don't know when the next time the Marlins will play a game. Might be not for another 30 years. You're going to see uh, tomorrow. I, I would say they don't play a game until Sunday at the earliest. Maybe Saturday. Maybe maybe Sunday because they don't want to compete against the Heat. <laughs> well, Saturday's a Heat game. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe they already have a doubleheader on. They're supposed to have a doubleheader a double header on Saturday. Well, make it make it a five inning triple header. Oh yeah, that would be. Uh, <laughs> I'd be I'd be for that. Yeah, Le- just get it. Just make it a legal game. Maybe we're gonna change the rules as you go as you go along anyway. Like with not, with no strategy in the NL anymore, seven game doubleheader. Yeah, just do whatever you want. Oh, and then now, and then of course, this, they changed the Rona rules, where uh, you can now come back to the team if, even if you don't get the two negative tests in a row, even if you're still coming up positive, if it's been two weeks, mm-hmm. you're allowed to come back because theoretically you can't spread it anymore. You're that is another midseason no. road, road rule change. Yeah, good. No, that, that, but that would make sense to me. Now, I wonder if somebody in the Marlins fell into that protocol and came back when they were still coming up positive yeah. and gave it, to the, gave it to the Mets. Right. Mickey Rowe. Well, Mickey Rowe would have just got in today. Well, have they had any guys come back from the Rona? No. Miguel Ross was supposed to be the first guy. He was in the lineup for today. So no. He had been in Jupiter this whole time. Yeah, so then no. But, yeah, that's a, that is a fishy situation, to say the least. Yeah, or maybe Cespedes gave it to them. Oh, Cespedes, when he opted out. Yeah. <laughs> he, from his home, from his home. Right. Uh, he probably has a house down here. Yeah, I think, I think he has one in uh, he has one in Port St. Lucie. That's where he had his hog incident that he broke both his ankles. Oh, okay, so maybe he doesn't have one here. He's in Port St. Lucie. Okay. No, he might he might have one here too. He might have you know he might have three homes. Yeah, well, I mean least, probably. Even though I'm sure his, his twenty, I think it's twenty seven million. He still got, it got prorated down to like ten million for this year. And then even less than he now that he opted out. <laughs> By the way, somebody replied on the group text. Yeah, uh, I guess that means Mets. I mean, because uh, somebody replied on the group text after Mike Francesa's post. You asked, "Is he a Mets or Yankees fan?" But somebody else replied, "Because the Mets suck." In, in response to him saying the season is a farce, yeah. so, so, so he's assuming that that could. <laughs> no, no, that's what it is. Like, if you see, if you see the people that want the season canceled, except for like the sports media that hate sports for some reason, oh. but everybody else, it's it's people that are fans of teams that are bad. Hey, yeah. By the way, Brett McMurphy. Speaking of which, I don't know if he falls into this category, but he's on Rona Watch with all the universities. No, he's good. Getting... He doesn't. He doesn't opine. He doesn't. He doesn't give you his opinion. He just gives you the facts. He says yeah. Notre Dame had four tests and therefore Notre Dame is canceling the world but he doesn't he doesn't tell you oh look we should cancel the season because one out of nine billion people had this or whatever yeah 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 I, I did I did I did see that and I uh and North Carolina they had to stop practice you know there's a surge yeah. they, they switched to online classes right which will be better yeah. for the football team because that means there won't be kids on campus yeah theoretically yes we just got to limp. We're, we're, we're in August 20th. We got to make it all the way till September 10th. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was when the first, I think it's UM plays their first non-conference game against UAB. It's a Thursday night. It's the same night as the NFL opener. If both of those happen, but it feels like for it's it feels like forever. We got to survive. What three weeks? Yeah, but of you reports notice, and you rumors. Why you don't get any. You don't get any NFL reports on that. Like you know what? Now that you said that, you're right. I, I like mean, you, get, you, you get, get guys, you get guys put on the COVID list, but they don't actually have to have COVID. Right, but that's just gonna be because they were they were twice removed from somebody's aunt who had it. Um, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but you don't hear about outbreaks on NFL teams, and they're crying. No. Uh, and maybe they've had outbreaks, but they just kept it under wraps. Yeah, the NFL's gonna happen. The college, I still think college is gonna happen, but but it's a little bit different when you're unpaid and they're kids and whatnot. Uh, the NFL will 100% happen. Dude, by happen. the way, these these kids, I mean, the, the, I mean, at least for the Big Ten, they really want to play, and they know they're not paid, and they're they're, they're fighting forever as if they're like, fighting it's for a their, paycheck. It's their they're, way to get paid. No, nah, it, it's it's amazing. I I can't believe I thought the I thought the Big Ten was with the once they decided to postpone their season, which really means cancel because they're not going to play in the spring. Yeah, um, they already they decided, said they're not. By the way. They already said they're not playing I mean, in the spring? They didn't, they didn't say that, but they said it. That, that, that's absurd letter that they sent out yesterday. Uh-huh. It says that they're going to they're, they're, they're gonna analyze if two seasons are possible because of the health of the – now all of a sudden they care about the health of the players. Yeah, and so, like, I thought, you know, everybody would have been on board. Like, I noticed nobody in the Pac-12 has, has fought back against the Pac-12 for postponing their season. No parents, no kids with the hashtag we want to play. But for the Big Ten – uh, not only is it players that are upset, like Justin Fields is leading the charge, and he theoretically doesn't have to play. He'll be a top three pick right. if, he, if he doesn't play the season. He's fighting hard. He's fighting the hardest to play for the for, to play football. He wants to win. He, it was his last shot at a national title. And, and then not only that, you got parents sending that nasty. I don't know about nasty emails, but they're they're hounding uh, the Big Ten commissioner Kevin Warren with letters and emails and whatnot. I believe McCaffrey's parents, because Dylan McCaffrey, yeah, uh, I think the, the most recent, uh, the youngest of the McCaffrey boys, I assume, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be the quarterback at Michigan. Yeah. And so now, and so now you got that. Like I think his his mom. Uh, Mrs. McCaffrey, I think, sent the letter to, to, to Kevin Warren as well. Right, it, it's crazy. It's not crazy, man. It's not crazy. It's just they made they made a stupid decision based on bad information, um, and and parents are pissed, man. They, they these kids these kids spend their whole lives preparing and practicing for this moment, and the commissioner just for for absolutely no reason decides to cancel the season. Like I'd be, I'd be angry too if my kid was. Yeah, was, and and the commissioner's kid uh, is a linebacker at, in an SEC school, Mississippi State, and they're playing football, and and and, and they're playing football. And yeah, I think he, I have thoughts on that, but that'll be later. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I see, I see what you did there. All right, uh, I, I see what you did there. Yeah, we'll save that for a later segment. Yeah, but uh, oh, of course, a classic. Uh, I can't wait till we get to that segment. Uh, it's a good one. Like we have a loaded, a loaded potato. It is. It is. It is, it is a hot crowder loaded potato type. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this outrage towards the Big Ten is is more. I'm, I'm completely shocked by it. And there has on the flip side, you haven't seen any outrage of SEC, Big Twelve, or ACC players saying. Oh, our ACC parents say, "Why are why are you guys playing? You guys being so reckless?" But then theoretically, if, if you could, if you don't want to play, you could choose not to play. Right, like that's the thing. Like, if the kids don't want to play, if their parents don't want them to play, then opt out. No one's going to judge you for it. 
No one's going to think less of you, but let the people that want to play play. And I think the NCAA Council, not the, I mean, it's like a rec- it's like an advisory board. I don't think they have any official ruling power. They recommended, they approved that they that any student who plays this year, mm-hmm. who plays, they get an extra year of eligibility. It's almost right. like they get a year of eligibility on the house. Now the big, right. the big bosses still have to approve that. Yeah. Uh, which, which which sounds good. I, I just I mean I just don't know if it's going to get approved. I feel like there's some complications with allowing that. I mean, it'll get approved. Uh, really? The the, the, the the head honchos of the NCAA will approve another year of eligibility? Yeah, why wouldn't they? Well, because it, theoretically you'd have like a loaded, like you have incoming freshmen coming in, and then you're supposed to well, have no, outgoing seniors. That's where it's complicated because you're only going to have X amount of scholarships, so it's, it, might, it might mess up with the freshman class. But, uh, I mean, I think, I, I think the NCAA has such a bad reputation. Um, They'll do this as a PR stunt? They, they kind of have no choice. I, I mean, I mean, they did cancel March Madness. That was a tremendous uh, PR stunt, right? If but you like, you have, um, I don't know, a guy at Michigan, right? Let's say, let's say this was supposed to be a senior year, and he really needs that senior year, yeah. to audition for the NFL. You have to give him another year. You have to. Yeah, I, I can understand giving the seniors another year, but then now you're, and then now you're asking the, ju- the the juniors and the sophomores and the freshmen to get another year and just have a. a a year of eligibility yeah, right. on the should, house. It should be. It should be only juniors and seniors. I I I would do it that way. I wanted. I I don't think that the, an incoming freshman needs another year. Like that. That is true. I do agree with you on that. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think that the, the three year rule for the NFL would still count. So you yeah. could theoretically have a redshirt freshman down the line declare for the NFL draft. Right. Because <laughs> he will have had two two uh, two freshman seasons, and then he could red or a redshirt and uh, yeah. I guess if you redshirt, you, you don't get the redshirt. You don't get two redshirts in a row. Like I, I feel like right, yeah, no, you, you still have to play two years. Yeah, like I feel like you can't redshirt and then redshirt again. I feel yeah, like you redshirt. You have a, a sophomore. It wouldn't be a. But like yeah, like like a true freshman uh, would be a true freshman two years in a row. But if you redshirt a freshman the first year, he'll just be a redshirt freshman the second year. He won't be a a super like he he doesn't actually get another year of eligibility. Yeah, or like or like, the, or like that safety that that. Miami got that can't play this year because he has some sort of health condition where he's more at risk. Yeah, he'll still be a freshman this year, and, and I think they can they can still redshirt him. Right, but I'm saying he should be that somebody like that should get another year because it's you know like if he if he needs that extra year he needs it. It's not his fault that he has a pre existing condition, right? Like, yeah, he should get another year. I know I, I, I fully I fully agree on that. Like you know those guys, but I, I mean I, I actually think that I mean I wouldn't be I'd be happy if they granted the kids an extra year, but I just feel like there is some complications, and I'm not so sure. Yeah, the there is a complication about like roster size and all that. You may just have to expand roster size for one year. And then you got to then you have uh, universities have to give more scholarship money, which I don't know if they feel comfortable doing. Well, I don't think they're going to have it if they don't have a football season this year. That 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 that, that is true. Like I wonder, like you know, what happens if. This football season goes on in the fall, and you have the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12, the AC, uh, Conference USA, and even a slew of FCS schools, uh-huh. uh, conferences, play football. But you don't have, you know, the Mountain West. You don't have, you know, the Big 10, uh, the Pac-12, uh, UConn. <laughs> Just uh-huh. right. Like, you know. Does it, is it is this gonna are like are we gonna see like in the in the subsequent years that you know there's only gonna be three power conferences or they make the act into a power five because 
I feel like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 will be so far behind not playing football this year, so, and they'll lose so much revenue money, and they'll be like they'll they'll be in a, they'll be in a crutch. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll they'll be fine in a couple. It'll take them a year or two to make to you know recuperate, um, especially if there's a March Madness. Well, yeah, I'm sure financially, but I'm sure some recruits are gonna be like, you know, oh, like, yeah, sure no, some... that's fine. No, 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 but I don't care. You know what? If you're if you're a recruit and you decide, hey, I'm gonna go to you know Clemson instead of Ohio State because that clown at Big Ten wouldn't have let me play, and I'm totally go. Please, please do that. I want the Big Ten to to ne- to, to cease to exist because of the biggest payasada in American sports history that they pulled. Yeah, that, that's where I mean, I know we're kind of teasing a future segment here, but that's where I was kind of going. Like, is the Big Ten and the Pac-12 going to cease to exist? Or if they don't, if they, you know, if the season goes on and they don't? I hope so. <laughs> Just like I'm rooting for the Sharks, I'm rooting for them to fail. Oh! Because, because, of, because of these just terribly stupid decisions based on false studies, based on idiocies. <laughs> By the way, I got called. We got called out by Big Tone about our criticisms of Shark Week last week. Oh, we did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Tony's the kind of guy that if you just put shark swimming for an hour, he'll think it's cool because because shark in his mind, Shark Week is cool, and nothing can change it. Now, I, I did see one episode that was pretty good, but it was it was the same as every other Shark Week. It was they, they got they, they named the shark, and they have to go. Uh, they have to go find this one specific shark in the in the middle of the ocean, and mm-hmm. that's what they spent the whole episode finding not just any big shark, just this one specific shark that they named specifically, uh-huh. and they have all the measurements set up, everything. Like, and let me guess, eight minute fifty eight, they find them. <laughs> yep, yep. That's what that's when they were able to get a Wi Fi to check their GPS tracker. <laughs> I know how to lighten the mood a little bit, SDI. We, we've got, we've bridged on some serious topics. We have, haven't we? I feel like, well, I mean, I feel like the, the, the first two segments are something that more suited for the end of the podcast where people have already tuned out. Uh, but then I, I guess I guess maybe save our best for last. We just have to make it to the end. We have to keep the people listening to that long. <laughs> That's why we Well, we now released... they're going to wait till the end because we had our best segment ever at the end of last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now now they won't even listen to that. We, we sent that a, a special exclusive. First yeah. time ever, we we had we immediately sent that segment out. Yeah, and uh, and it got some it got some rave reviews. It got some, it got it, so I you know how at the end I said that I wanted my goal was to offend everybody. So yes, friends of mine who are conservatives thought it was too hard on the conservatives. Friends of mine that were on the on the, on the that are Democrats thought it was too hard on the Democrats. Um, and then independents thought it was hilarious because I offended everybody. So mission accomplished. <laughs> maybe these independents are onto something. Maybe. <laughs> maybe these registered independents are onto something. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that 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 was our best also segment. novel and concept. We... Having friends on both parties, right? Novel concept. <laughs> I, know, I know that's weird to some people that are listening, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Do you ever? Um, how many family gatherings? Whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's well, well, or Hanukkah on your sake. For me, it'd be Noche Buena. Yeah. That's the big feast where we have our massive family uh, gatherings. But like, I, I feel like you know. Try, uh, then there's birthdays. You know, there's birthdays left and right. Mm-hmm. I feel like every single time there's always a heated political debate. Yeah. At these at these at these uh, celebrations. Mm-hmm. 
from two two family members. From they could be on opposite sides of the family. They could be brothers. They could be you know. It, it's oh, it always happens. I always try to stay away, but every single birthday, Christmas or or Thanksgiving, there's a there's a ruckus think, over politics. I think I, I think after thirty years, people in my family have realized that you just can't beat me in an argument. <laughs> But I mean, but do you got do you have like a couple uncles that go out no, every well, time? You have a couple it, cousins. It, it, my I, my family's a bad uh, case study there because most of my family lives in Mexico, so they're not as in tune with American politics. That's true. Uh, and when it comes to Mexican politics, everybody on my family agrees on, especially the current president of Mexico right now. So it's never an issue. Ah, uh, okay. So no, no, everyone's on the same side. No, no, no bunny heads. But there, there's got to be some in-laws. Uh, the, the in-laws of your um, out there somewhere that uh, that have just differing of, uh, opinions, and they always get into it. Bruja. No, I'm telling they, you, like uh, I said, because most of my family's in Mexico, so they're not really in tune on American politics. That's right. Yeah. So it's not really. Well, no, 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 forget about American politics. Me- Mexican politics. No, because I, the situation in Mexico is a little bit, you know, extreme right now, oh. um, where you have one extreme side, and you know, most of my family th- does not agree with him. <laughs> I, that, one well, I don't care about. that one I don't care about if people get mad I don't care about it the guy's, the guy's a okay okay I'm just making sure because the, the, the guy's state, a kook state, he's a crazy state. socialist he's, he's another Venezuela like I'm sorry I don't care if people get I don't care if people get offended that I don't like what happened in Venezuela well, I mean, yeah. As, 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 as long as it's not our, our country, you know, I feel like it's you know, yeah. you could, you. I think, I think we're fair game to rip all the politics of other countries, and I think we we won't get in trouble. Right. I, I feel like. It, I mean, we won't get in trouble anyways. We ripped our politics. Right. Plus, uh, plus the, the listeners we have in Mexico, I don't think, I don't think we'll get mad at what I just said. So we're okay. <laughs> well, so, I mean, if you're, if you're fine out, outing state secrets. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to press you to do that. Oh but, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those happen. Those happen all the time. Uh, and and uh, at, at, in fact, I made a bet. Uh, I made a bet based on an argument that happened at um, that happened at a birthday you would, party. You would be the one that, like, when when people walk into the party, they go to you to get the odds on who's going to argue with who about what. <laughs> yes, that's exactly like, what that's what like, actually happens. Like, like, is Uncle Joe gonna 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 wear his MAGA hat plus plus two hundred <laughs> minus eight hundred? Uh, <laughs> is, is, is Uncle Bob gonna you know gonna burn his MAGA hat? Uncle Joe's MAGA hat? <laughs> <laughs> Will the Green New Deal be mentioned? Right, right yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> will, will, will my old perverted uh, uncle talk about how hot, how hot AOC is? <laughs> no, no joke. Literally yesterday. That, that, that would have been better if that was Uncle Joe. Yeah, no joke. Literally yesterday, one of my uncles was talking about how. How hot Tulsi Capper was, and he didn't even listen to the podcast. Right. <laughs> he didn't even listen to that segment. Yeah. He was just like, "Oh man, I wish she was the num- one of the nominees." Right. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> I, I, you know, politics aside, I much rather watch her ads than Uncle Joe's ads. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fine. I'm kind of. I've been dying to transition to this. Speaking of which, this is actually going to be a seamless transition. Right. Speaking of hot chicks and NLWs, so SDI, have you noticed that? In these NBA playoffs, or even the, throughout the entire time in the NBA bubble, there always is a smoking hot 
NLW right beside, right behind the glass at these basketball oh, games, right on the. I have the Rockets Thunder game on right now. Let me see. Yeah, play. like yeah, yeah. Put the yeah, you put the rock. It's on commercial right now, but you'll notice there's a right right behind that Lakers sign, um, and there's a like there's uh there's always uh it's, it's a different one every time. There's always a. Smoking, uh, I mean, she's wearing a mask, of course, so maybe she's not as hot, but we're getting Wait, she's wearing uh, we're a getting mask, duped. even though she's there virtually. No, she's no, she's no, she's there in person. Oh, it's not. Oh, Look. I thought it was one of those like virtual people. No, no, it's it's like she's there in person. I think she's like, uh, it, it's it's usually, I don't know, but I don't know what the, her exact role is, scoreboard operator or oh. whatnot. I know, I know she, uh, in, in these games, it's oh. always the person you know who ends up having to spin the monitor over it's, to it's the referees at, at when, when there's a review. Is that half court then? Yes, it's at half court. Yeah, right behind the glass. Yeah, the blonde girl. I see her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this may be more, this may be the most perfect or creepiest yeah, perfect. I wouldn't segment. mind going into her bubble. <laughs> No. Ah. <laughs> no. I'll get the run on purpose or we're locked in a room together for 14 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> also, she's a really good scoreboard operator. She is. She's doing good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light up. She's doing a good job. Look at that right away. The she doesn't. Score, she never misses. The score and it goes right on my screen. Right on. That's, well, good, good job, hot girl. <laughs> wonder, wonder, wonder. So put the points after I score on her. Update. It'll be quick. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, I was expecting you to say that was deep. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> she just she just goes and she just well, while you while you score on her, she just goes and manually updates the scoreboard with her hand. Paul one, me zero. Yeah, oh, yeah. She won't, she won't need two hands with me, so she can put, have one on the on the scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> she just gets then, the remote control. And... Then I, then I, then I, I do something she doesn't like and foul, and she put, she barks me down as a foul. <laughs> That's one foul. <laughs> then a couple more, you'll be in foul trouble. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to sit. You have to sit on the bench. Be in foul trouble after five minutes. You give me a technical foul. <laughs> <laughs> she gets one free throw. <laughs> but then if she likes her rough, I'll, rough, I'll give her a flagrant. Holy God. <laughs> but yeah, but, then, well, but you better keep it a flagrant one. If it's a flagrant two, you're going to get thrown out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to check into the scores table every time right. you come in. You have to wait for the buzzer before you could go in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like name SDI. Yeah, right. All right, you're going. Yeah. In, come, Michael, be a Mon- Michael be a Monty announces me coming in, and that's when I take my pants off, like the players do. <laughs> God, this is like. <laughs> and then I, I look over at I, I look over at Michael B when I'm almost finished, and he goes two minutes. <laughs> 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 what have we done? 
<laughs> what have we done? Maybe we'll audition some bands so we can have them virtually. <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing. Like you know, watch the watch the Lakers game tonight. It'll be in a different building, and it'll be a different hot girl behind the glass yeah, as they're is, monitoring. Is Milwaukee, is Milwaukee, Orlando, and that in the same building? Actually, no, no. Milwaukee, Orlando is not in that same building. The Lakers, uh, Blazers one is in that same building. Okay. So yeah, at at six o'clock, uh, watch the watch Milwaukee and uh, and Orlando, and you'll notice oh, there'll so, be a so different. She has a, a two-hour, three-hour break coming up. I can make it to the bubble by then. Let me get my car. <laughs> Kung Pao, he's got to leave. Oh, oh my God, we we if we if whatever lines we did, may or may not have crossed, <laughs> damage is done. We uh, if we if we didn't cross any lines, it's a miracle. I don't <laughs> think I crossed that many. Out there? Yeah. Well, I, I, think, I think you cross the lines if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm across the bubble lines. <laughs> Take that silver. I'll make me stay in a hotel for ten days, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> sunny. But yeah, it, it is a, I never know I never know what the role is, but you have you always just something to keep an eye on for the mm-hmm. uh every especially when the be, be ready when there's a review. When there's always a, a review or a challenge, be right. ready. I think that hot girl makes an appearance. Right. And it's I a different that. one every time. I need to talk to Spo about cha- challenging the play more often. <laughs> Well, I gotta tell you, from the, from the basketball perspective, I feel like it's taken me a little while. It doesn't quite feel like the playoffs. Uh, I know that the, the, the not, not having the crowd, uh, I know it's even for both sides, but it's not. It doesn't. It's. I mean, look, I'm happy that the game game's on, but during the day and whatnot. But I, I'm just like, it usually takes me to like the third quarter or the fourth quarter to get like really into it, fired mm-hmm. up for the game. I have to. I have to admit. I mean, of course, when I have action on it, I'm always interested in it. But, it, but like, as far like for the Heat, I'm like just casually dozing off in the first and second quarter. It's like, yeah, so I don't know why, but it's like, a playoff game. I should be more like amped up, fired yeah. up. So today, today's game, I wasn't that amped up for it. I almost even forgot it was happening until like one ten, and then I was like, oh wait, the Heat played in two minutes. Um, but the first game, game one, I I left my office early to be home in time to watch the game, and I, I was I had a little bit of the playoff jitters. Yeah, the, 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 the yeah, well, the one ten, the one ten. You know, and I know what you're doing there. Like, you know, you know, the, you know that the game starts at one twelve, yeah, and not at one o'clock. Underreported story about the NBA that every game starts twelve minutes after. Nobody I ever talked about it. I don't understand. This one might have even been later. It might have been like one fourteen when they actually tipped off national oh, game. Oh, the national ones are a little longer. Oh, I, I just got some inside information about. Um, these uh, the the timing of this. It might not be one twelve this year. It might be like one closer to one fifteen because. Since there's so many commercial breaks that they have to make up from the games that were missed and the games that were lost, um, that they are now, oh, I, some of the they're like there's an extra thirty seconds in every single yeah. commercial break. Oh, thanks for the thanks, Rudy Gobert. Now we got to suffer <laughs> even longer now. Yeah, and so like normally it'd be a two minute break and then they're coming back. It's two and a half minutes. Maybe that's and what, end of maybe quarter break. Happened to Brayman. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> He had an extra. He had an extra. They lost out on a hundred baseball games, so they had an extra thirty seconds built into the break, and he just got too casual. Yeah, he he, he doesn't know the clock. Sorry. Right. <laughs> my my be my bad. <laughs> no, I mean, very bad, but yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's and then like in between quarters, it's like three minutes. So that's and then I noticed the pregame shows normally start an hour beforehand. They're starting an, at least for the Heat. The radio pregame show starts an hour and fifteen minutes before mm. tip off. Okay. So they're they're trying they're trying to get do as best like like you know how the baseball is doing like a twelve hundred doubleheaders to make up for all the lost games. Mm-hmm. Well, this is their version of that. They're going to try to make up every commercial. Okay. Break, wow. Every spot spot. How possible. excited is Dazzler that we have to listen to him for fifteen more minutes a day? <laughs> well, he had he had at least for today he had a lot less show to do. So it ended up being the same thing. He goes, uh, no, he I would have been doing. Yeah. doing but I, get show car, anyway. I get in my car after work and and I hear Zazzle and I'm like, oh, what? This would be Hawk and Crowder. <laughs> nope. But then I heard, then I, then it was an Amber. It was ah, I'm blanking out on his name. Tommy Tyke. It was Tommy Tyke. So I was like, oh, it's a Heat postman show. Yeah, and so that that that's what we're going down. They they broke down another Heat win. They're up two zero in the series. They took the first two on the road. Yeah, that's really huge, man. Now they, got, now, now they don't have they don't have to go back to Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> if they, assuming they hold up at the home court uh, the next couple of yeah days. they'll probably lose one they'll lose one, they'll lose one at home they'll lose one at home so they, they will have to make that return trip back to so. Indiana I think, for game so. five. I think I think uh, Indiana's fans will get one more virtual attendance <laughs> alright alright oh, Indiana's uh, they, they've known to have their payasos from uh, their day so that's, that's my attempt to transition to our favorite game the payaso of the week Who's who's Miles Brennan? Oh, Miles Brennan is uh LSU supposed to be LSU starting quarterback. Oh, because he got the third best Heisman odds. LSU Phil just texted us. Yeah, no, I saw that. I, I saw that. He t- okay. <laughs> he's been updating us with some odds, and I've been I've been doing it too. I've been updating him yeah. with very with various odds as well and stuff like that. Wow, this is this is a good this is a good ooh this is a good payaso. This is going to be a good segment, Robbie. This is going to be a good one. All right, all right. What do we got? What do we got? Well, you know, we'll start a little bit slow. We'll leave the best for the end. But we'll start a little right. bit slow. All right. Let me get my notes here. Uh, Roto World. Oh, Roto is, that Matthew, is, is that Matthew Barry's website? No, no, no. Uh, Matthew Barry's is Fantasy Life. Okay. Roto World, it's, it's, it used to be its own. It, it used to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're now they're with NBC, so now it's like a different app. And oh, it's, it's corporate took over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, they're still very good. They're still very good at what they do. But anyways, they, they they're talking about J.K. Dobbins, and they say, uh, this is quote from Roto World: Ravens rookie J.K. Dobbins plans to push for a starting role. Uh, and the quote from Dobbins is, "I don't know how patient I can be. I'm trying to play. I feel like if I show coaches I can play at this level, I'm going to be on the field." My goal is to help the team win, not sitting on the bench. Uh, well, he, really, the guy wants to start? No way. <laughs> I really, I, what, I, I, now, thanks, Roto World. Now I know J.K. Dobbins plans to push for the starting role. Oh, I'm really I, expecting I, him to be the backup. Oh man, I'm, I'm going to draft him a couple rounds earlier. Now he he really right. wants that starting job. All right. And then Sports Center's Twitter account. All right. Uh. Shout out to John Morant for leading the Memphis Grizzlies on the brink of the playoffs as a rookie. Star in the making. Who the hell? He didn't make the playoffs. What the, what the hell is this? Like now we're now we're now we're shouting out to people that missed the playoffs. Oh, cool, dude. Well, yeah, like they yeah, they did they did this with, with his almost dunks throughout the year. Like, oh look at this John Morant dunk that could have been. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like with the Patrick Mahomes almost touchdowns on the Red Zone channel. <laughs> The ones that get called back. Yeah, or the ones that are, are that are out of balance. But look at that great throw he made. 
I mean, if it was such a great throw, it would have been inbounds, buddy. <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. All right. So I went to Panda Express the other day for lunch. Okay. And the, the, the guy in front of me kept referring to the chow mein as spaghetti. Oh, buddy. <laughs> like, like she, she goes, what, what, you know, what do you want for your story? He goes, spaghetti, the, the spaghetti. Like, dude, it's not spaghetti. It's not, there's no meat sauce on this. It's, it's chow mein. It's called spaghetti. It's a different noodle. <laughs> It's like seven times. Really in ordinary. I almost walked out. <laughs> what, what a buffoon. Like, I thought I was at an Italian restaurant. I thought I was confused. <laughs> very, very weird. <laughs> it, 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 it's like the, the guy who says chicken vegetas. <laughs> no, but that's fine. Like, that's just whatever. That's just trying to, that's just trying to be like stupid. That's just be, that's just a bad joke. It's a guy trying, it's like a dad joke. I think that's, that was a Levitard. That was a Levitard thing. Like, you know, like uh, who was always, uh, who was that dude from the Giants, that coach for the Giants uh, who got fired and uh, his key card stopped working? Oh, football or football or baseball? Football, football. It was uh, no, it wasn't Tom Sula. Yeah, Tom Sula was the butt of all those look like jokes. Right. Oh, what was this guy's name? The guy with the mustache. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Damn it! All right. Hold on. Like he was the guy that looked like he would he would say order something as chicken fajitas. I think Tom Sula was also on that joke too. Yeah, uh, it's not Joe Judge. No, that before Joe. Uh, I guess a couple coaches removed from Joe Judge. It was uh, McAdoo. Bob McAdoo, that's right. Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. Bob McAdoo was a, uh, played for played in the NBA for a while. And yeah. He was a, his assistant on the Heat. Yeah. All right, Ben McAdoo. That, that's what it was. All right, what else we got for my ass of the week? The Texas Rangers. Oh, well, yeah, you're, you're saving. You're using this one now. <laughs> I feel like this one's going to take a while to explain. This one's going to take a while, and so is the next one. There's two more. This all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I know what more. it is, but tell the people what, what they do. There's three more because this is a combo, but we'll start with the Texas Rangers. All right. Rio Tatis hits a grand slam and they get mad and they throw behind Manny Machado after after he hit the grand slam. What like you're not allowed to hit the ball at three zero counts because they were up by seven. It's, it's such a, it's a, these unwritten rules. It's just so stupid. Yeah. And then and then the manager after the game for the Rangers, Chris Woodward, is like, oh, oh I didn't like it. Uh, the, our norms are being challenged. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what your norms are. Throw a better pitch, buddy. Yeah, I, it makes, I, I know where you're going with a couple. Of, I know you got subsequent biases on the on top of this uh, this yeah. game. Hold on, I still want I still want to do this handwritten rule thing. It's like first of all, Fernando Tatis, greatest player in baseball. Everybody knows that now. Great, I'm very happy for him. But he's also on a on a rookie contract. The guy needs stats because you know what? Stats matter when you get your big contract. So what? He's just supposed to go out there and not hit a grand slam and not you know and lose a million dollars on his next contract because he's going to upset Chris Woodward? Get out of here. No, and uh, and you know, they, there's no clock in baseball. So theoretically, like you know, if he should lay down, are the Rangers gonna lay down when they have to bat? Right, right. Like you know, you know, you know what that pitcher did? This I didn't know this was an unwritten rule either. But apparently, this is an unwritten rule. And the pitcher with 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 the big deficit was throwing sliders, which apparently you're not allowed to do either. So if the guy's breaking one unwritten rule, why can't Tatis break one unwritten rule? If I ask these unwritten rules. Oh, no, I, I, I think it's a fair agreement. I and mean, I, I think the people who stand by the unwritten rules, I think they're dying. I, I don't think there's many no, left. Right. I was very surprised the next day when everybody was defending Tatis. I was I, shocked. I, I don't like being on the side of the public. Like, I, I agree that, you know, that the Rangers are being, you know, I got to be careful with the word I choose. They're, they're whiny, uh, to say yeah. the least. But uh, I, I don't like being on the side of the public. I don't like being on the side that everybody that everybody's agreeing with. Like, I agree. Right. No, normally me too. But in this case, I have to be on my boy's side. No, and then yeah, like I mean, 
I, 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 the, the veteran rule, it can't, I, it never, I never understood not being able to swing at 3-0 uh, uh, down, uh, I mean, up, up up by a lot of runs. I, I remember there was a time where many years ago, like, I, I, somebody would mention an unwritten rule, like, oh, you just don't do that. I'm like, all right, and I just accepted the answer. But over time, I'm like, wait a minute, that's stupid. It's stupid. And, uh, you know, um, and, and, you know what, now I'm just trying to think about it. I don't think there's any unwritten rule that, that you know, I, I still, like, hold up. Whole yeah, also, like, look, the next the next game, the Padres were up 6-0. Uh, Tati stole third when they were up 6-0. Awesome. I love that. But then the Rangers scored four, and it was a 6-4 game. Like, the Padres' bullpen hasn't been that good all year. Like, it, 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 there's no reason why a kid should go out there and take a pitch. And and, and then ob- and then now we get to the good part. Jace Tingler, there the go. for the Padres, is the biggest payaso in San Diego history. He should have been fired after his comments. I want nothing to do with him. Even if he won, wins five World Series, I will consider him a failure for throwing his young superstar under the bus that way. Like, the guy, dude, the only reason why you're ever going to have a job is so long as that guy's, that kid's on your team and that kid's playing the way he's playing and that kid's going to have fun and he's going to do whatever he's got to do. And if you try to take the fun out of him and take the, 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 the way he plays away from him, you're, you're going to be out of a job, dude. Stop. Enough. Like, get out of here. Payaso. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, like you know, I'm sure the players. I'm, I'm sure like the players on the team are privately upset that he threw his uh, yeah. that he threw Tatis. And, like, and he and, missed and, the take sign. It's, it's, it's the way. And, and okay, so the Rangers don't know Tatis. I get it. Like that's fine. But Jace Tingler should know him. And if you know anything about Fernando Tatis, that the guy plays 100 percent, 100 percent of the time. There was a game earlier in the season when they were down by like six or eight. I don't remember. They were down by a lot. And and Tatis dove for a ball at short that he probably wasn't going to get. He didn't get it. It was very out of the reach. But he still dove, even though they were down six runs, because that's just the way he plays. He just he plays his butt off all, all the time. That's how he is. And, and, and the manager of the Padres is trying to take that, like, oh, it's a teaching lesson. And, and then the next day he changes his tone, like, no, 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 no. I was upset that he missed the sign. Well, give him a better sign, you, you dummy. <laughs> oh, my God. That almost would have been your first – I felt like your first curse was coming. No, it was going to be buffoon. <laughs> no yeah uh it reminds me of mike redmond i don't know if you remember this uh, sdi um mm-hmm. i believe this was 2014 this would have been six years ago so you're listening 30 years from now this would have been 36 years in the past uh, and so little bat jose fernandez may rest in peace but he was alive at this time he was pitching it was his rookie year was- similar players by the way guys that love the game that went out gave 100 percent of the time every time and so he was pitching a great game. The Marlins were up by like six runs. Um, uh, throughout the game, you know, uh, players were like taunting him. Like he would hit a fly ball. Like somebody would hit a deep fly ball that would get caught. I think it was Chris Johnson, a third baseman. And he would like bark back at Jose Fernandez. Soft. That fastball was nothing. And I think he ended up did, hitting a home run. And he like spit on third base as he rounded third. And you also had Evan Gaddis for the Atlanta Braves. He hit a monster shot. Um, and and he stared at it. He stared at the home run, and and, and uh, yeah, which is fine. fine, whatever. And it was the Marlins still have like six to two. Mm-hmm. So Jose Fernandez, being the recipient of all this, he he bats. But this is back in the day where pitchers were allowed to hit. Yeah, back when, back when the NFL strategy. Yeah. And Jose Fernandez comes up in the bottom after Gaddis hits a home run. Jose Fernandez comes up in the bottom of the inning, and he hits a home run, and he stares at it. Yeah. It's his first ever home run. It's a pitcher. Yeah. Who uh, as a rookie, and he stares at it, and then as he's then as he rounds third base, he gets at, he exchanges some words with Chris Johnson, and then when he gets to home, Brian McCann, the keeper of all unruly oh, yeah, rules, yeah, yeah. 
uh, Brian McCann like stopped him. He's like, hey, bro, you can't do that, bro. Like, you know, that's, right. not, that's not part of the game. And there was a huge, uh, it was a fake fight. Everybody came out of the field, but nobody threw any punches. Right. And, like, Jose Fernandez had to be held back. And then after the game, Mike Redman, the manager, threw him under the bus. Yeah. He's like, that's not how you play the game. You know, there's a reason why the Braves are in first place and we're in last place. And, all. That's, and then they made Jose have to apologize. And he's like, oh, I, I, sh- I don't deserve to be in baseball after that. They what? what? They, they 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 did the same with Tatis. I mean, it didn't go that far, but Tatis had to apologize after the game. Yeah, it, it was a, it was terrible. It, it was it was really terrible. And Jose Fernandez was getting revenge on what they did to him. The praise yeah. did to him. The, Dude, the about man, you know, what, honestly, if it's if it's not, I don't care if the count's three zero. It's not easy to hit a home run in the big leagues, man. Like, make a better pitch. I, I'm sick of this. Like, you you can't you, you you're supposed to be bad on purpose because you don't want to offend the other team. Get out of here. Yeah, that's a pretty monster payaso. <laughs> All right, uh, I, know, I know we have one more big biaso. No, the biggest of the biggest of them all. I can't believe that Jace Tingler wasn't the biggest one. Which no, tells no, you... this one's worse. This one's worse. The commissioner of the Big Ten, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Uh, I mean, the letter he sent yes sent out yesterday was so bad, and it didn't make sense. Like it was basically like we don't know anything, so because we don't know anything, we're just not going to do anything. Yeah, like, you know, I, I think Justin Fields, I mean, there was a moment of time, like, you know, with all this outrage, maybe you, they, they convinced the Big Ten commissioner to overturn his decision. Mm-hmm. But uh, nope, uh, they, he went on a letter doubling down that we're not going to revisit the vote. Right. Uh, also, the, the reason why is it really big bias is because, honestly, if, if he's really that concerned about the health of the players, then why is his son playing football in the SEC? That's a, it's a fair question. Honestly, that- honest question. Like, and why has nobody asked him that except for Clay Travis? Nobody asks him that, and obviously he's not going to respond to Clay Travis. So, <sighs> like, nobody brings it up. Nobody brings it up. Uh, I mean, I feel like people maybe people don't want to get personal, but I mean, you don't want to get personal. They'll get personal with other people's lives, like he just did with hundreds of kids. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's not. It's not an. It's not an unfair question. Hey, man, and you can word it really nicely. Hey, Mister Commissioner. Thank you for canceling the season. Yeah, we're really looking out for the health <laughs> Thank of the you for canceling the season. Like you're really looking out for the health of the players. We appreciate it. Uh, but if it's really this bad, maybe maybe your son shouldn't play. Like, or, or why why is it okay for your son to play and not Justin Fields to play? Well, like, my son's in a different part of the country. He's out, uh, out which which wouldn't which wouldn't help his argument. I'm just uh, trying to pretend. Think and, about oh, no, no, like in the letter it says cases are still rising. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not a big numbers guy, but they're not. Like and they're going the opposite way. They're going down, thankfully. Yeah, and then a, lot, a lot of states have started to go cool down a little bit. I mean, maybe this, there are a couple that are, are spiking are spiking up upwards. But yeah. Um, no, yeah, it, it's. Uh, it, it, I mean, it is the thing, and I'm sure he's going to say, "Oh, my son, my son's his own man. He could do what he wants." I'm sure that that would be a response. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, so is Justin Fields his own man too? But you didn't oh. let him make the decision. Oh, 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 oh. damn! I mean, I'd there, be really, I'd no be answer, really bad. There's no, answer he, there's no answer he can give me that 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 makes sense because whatever he says, it's well, you know, he's his own man. Well, so is Justin Fields. No, I, I I I don't understand. I mean, I know there's contractual. <laughs> oh man, we have a cough button. This is set up. <laughs> no, no worries. <coughs> oh crap! I hope I don't get the Rona. But um, the, I don't understand why they can't let the schools, you know, um, 
I I can I know why, but I feel like in this year, I know Colin Coward actually brought it up. It's like you know, why not let Ohio State just go play in the Big Twelve for a year? It's twenty twenty. There's weird things all over the place. Like nothing makes sense. Let let Ohio State, you know, but they want to play in the Big Twelve for one year. Yeah, um, but that's never going to happen. But again, yeah, like, it doesn't cha- it doesn't change the argument. The, 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 it doesn't change my point. My point is that it doesn't make any sense to me that this guy or or twelve presidents are going to decide the fate of other people's children. When those people, those children have parents who are decisions or they're old enough to make the decision on their own. I mean, they're old enough. To, you're going to give them the day off to go vote for the next president of the United States. But you can't. But they can't. They don't have the, the, the capability of making a decision by themselves on if they want to play or not. They can't vote on whether they want to play. <laughs> right. Like, like it's, it's, it's just and, and while his kid is playing. It's the most hypocritical thing of all time. And, you know, like you brought it up. I don't know if you mentioned this in the podcast. Or you just mentioned it talking to me in between podcasts. But, like, the liability thing for at least in the Big Ten is a non-starter because – a lot of those Big Ten schools are open, yes. have open universities, and so yes I, yes, I said that on the part of the last week. Yeah, like you're not more liable if Justin Fields gets it in a classroom or if he gets it on the practice field. You're, yeah, you're like equally liable. Yeah, and that heart condition that everyone's afraid of—that has nothing to do. With that that's more of a COVID thing than a football thing. He could get that Correct. in a classroom. He could get that partying. Right. Like, and and now I, I brought this up on the on on the radio the other day that you know if I'm a college football player, and I see a party happening. And I have and I have a football season to worry about. I'm going to be hesitant about going to that party and not only infecting myself but infecting my teammates and ruining the the football season. That I'm solely responsible. Infecting, but, infecting your head coach, who's older, who's you know, in an age group where he's more likely just to have complications from this, right? But if my season's already canceled, I might as well party. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, you know, I mean, I mean well, there's, nothing, there's nothing to, you know, worry about. There's nothing to, you know, strive for. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll just go out here and enjoy this party. The, my season's already canceled. Like, if you're, if you're, uh, we keep using Justin Fields just because I guess he's the hot name right now. But if you're Justin Fields and it's your last year at school and there's no football season, I'm living in a frat house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm spending, uh, there's got to be at least 14 sororities one day at each, at each different sorority. That should be his official declaration to the NFL draft. He just walks in like he's by himself. He has his mask on, yeah. and then he just opens the door to this. It's dark in this house. Yeah. He opens the door, and then yeah. all the light, the lights go on. It's like a mob, more like a people, and then yeah. EDM yeah. music starts playing. Right. He takes yeah. his mask, he throws it up in the air. It's like I'm declared for the draft. Yeah, boom, screw, boom, screw the Heisman house. I'm going to the frat house. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, like, screw the Heisman house. I'm going to the frat house. <laughs> Kung Pao. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Bucks Magic game started. You have it on. Yeah, I have it on. All right. So I, I my, I think my theory is turning out to be true. Yep. Uh, wait, wait till, wait till Fournier brings the ball up. Oh, yep. Oh, oh, same man, spot. And now I don't know which bowl I want to go to. <laughs> it's the same exact spot. It's a different woman, but it's the same exact yeah. spot behind the glass. Uh, we, need, we need to do some journalism here. We need to figure out who this is. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Why, why, like, what is her job? And, and she's the only woman behind that class. Yeah. She's the only it's, – it's, it's, it's not a sideline reporter. It's not somebody who works with the team. It's just somebody who works with the operations department of the bubble, of, the, of Disney. Right. Yeah, wow. Of, of the yeah, this is very, 
Hey, we need to figure this out. Yeah, so and if you're listening on VT Radio uh, on fr- uh, today, which would be Friday, if you're listening on VT Radio, uh, whatever basketball game is on, uh, look behind the glass, and I'm sure it's the, it's one of these uh, hot chicks uh, that's right, by, yeah, it's sitting right behind the glass. Bucks player, move out of the way. You're blocking her. <laughs> oh God, we're so gonna get in trouble. <laughs> but uh why we, we, why there's there's 10 men on the court i can see them whenever i want i want to see a woman sometimes too. <laughs> yeah so if you're listening to vt radio i'm sure the end of the jazz and nuggets game is winding down is that the be- is that the best worst series of all time best worst series of all time no i'll give i'll give you a better answer um i know what you're thinking with because it's gonna be it's gonna go seven games but the games aren't really that interesting is that where you're going with this I just, who cares about those two teams? Yeah. Well, I know uh, back in 2009, um, that's what, 11 years ago. Wow. And um, it's, 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 no, it's, it's nine years. It's 11 years BR. BR. 11 years BR prior to Rona. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening, 30 years AR. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 46. It's, uh, wow, well, uh, yeah, 41 years in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2009, the Heat played uh, a series of the Atlanta Hawks. And the game it won seven games. The Hawks won the series, and every single game was a felt it was a blowout. In fact, there was not a single lead change. Right, but that that series would be interesting to me simply because it's the Heat. I'm talking about I'm talking I'm not talking about if the games are going to be blowouts or good or not. I'm saying it's going to end up being a really good series that nobody cares about. And, And another factoid about that series is that not a single team there was not a single lead change after the first quarter for all seven games. So whoever was winning after the first, yep, in the 2009. So whoever was winning the series, whoever was winning the game after the first quarter, they 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 cruised away. They wanted they ended up cruising away. Did you watch the game on Fox or on ESPN? I I watched it on ESPN. Oh man, okay. Well, what happened? What happened on Fox Sports Suns? No, they they did the trivia question, and I didn't hear the answer. And now I'm now I'm curious as to who it is because I thought the answer was the Hawks, but it's not. What was the question? question? The question was: uh, There's only there's only one. I think it was there's only one team in the Eastern Conference that the Heat have not played in the playoffs. Oh, I, I think I know what it is. I think it's is it the I think it's the Cavaliers. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I missed the answer. All right, we can go. We can go. We could do this. We could do this old school. They never played. Like, the, I, thought, I thought it was, for some reason. I mean, I, I just the first team that came to my head was the Hawks. Now they've they played the Hawks multiple times, and I believe, right. They played the Magic in the playoffs. Yes, yes, they did. Okay, all right. I know they played the Knicks. I know they played. They played the Wizards. You know, the Pacers. The Wizards have they played the Wizards? Yeah. They, yes. They, yes. They, yes. They have. Was it the Wizards or was it the Bullets? No, they played them when they. Well, they played. I know for sure they played the Wizards. I don't know if they played the Bullets. Okay. Gilbert Arenas. Played, yeah, Gilbert Arenas, Anton Jameson. They were all on the team. Uh, oh, okay. It was a. Okay. It was two thousand five. It was oh. Shaq's first year. It was the semi Eastern Conference semifinals. They swept the Wizards before they lost okay. to the Pistons the following series. So they. they oh, sorry, okay, so we know they played the Pistons. Yeah, they played the Pistons multiple Eastern Conference finals in a row. The Bucks? They played the Bucks? Yes, they did. That was, uh, I believe, the big three. That was one of the big three first round sweeps. Was against the Bucks. Uh, that's probably why I don't remember it. I'm telling you, I think it's the Cavaliers because I've always died for that Dwayne Wade versus LeBron James playoff series, and we never mm-hmm. got it. And we were always like one game short of a Heat Cavs yeah. series. Well, I know, Eastern- I know, they, I know they played the Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals a couple of years ago. I know they played the Hornets in the Purple Man series. Yep. All right. Well, whatever. And they played the Bobcats too. They played the Bobcats too. 
They did. Okay. Uh, no, we, Pelicans. Pelicans. Oh no, they're in the West. Yeah, but they were in the. They, they used to be in the Hornets in the East, and they played them too. Yeah, right. Times. No, I know. New Orleans is definitely in the West. So you just go by divisions. All right, let's go with the Southeast Division. Now, obviously, they can't play themselves. Um, right. You got the Magic. They've played the Wizards. They've played the Hornets. They've played the Hawks. They've played. That takes care of that division. Then you go to what the Central. Um, you got the Pistons. They've played. Milwaukee, they've played. Indiana, they've played. Chicago, they've played several times. Cleveland, yeah. I'm 97% sure they have not played. And then you go to the Atlantic, it's the Knicks. The, yes. They've played the Nets, both New Jersey and Brooklyn. Uh, they've played the Raptors. They've played the Celtics. And they played the Sixers. The answer is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I yeah, the Cavaliers. All right, all right. And I knew that without even going to narrowing, uh, narrowing it down. And that's the one we all wanted to see. Okay, cool. Nice. So, you know, I don't know, still got it here. I still got it. Yeah, yeah I don't need. I don't need Eric Reed to tell me. <laughs> so you never, you never got the answer. Like you never. I did... never got the answer. I must, I must have stepped out or something, or you know, I was at work, so I wasn't. You know, I didn't watch all forty-eight minutes. And I, and I got proof that I didn't cheat because I admitted to not. Uh, I admitted to watching the game on ESPN. I had no idea about the right. trivia question, and then you asked the trivia mm-hmm. question like, "Hey, it's got to be the Cavaliers." Yeah. And then we went to we went to well the done. we went to the process of elimination, and boom, yeah. Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers. All right. No, now I won't have to do the research myself. Yeah, they, they, they never played Craig Elo. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but uh, or uh, or a favorite from the last dance. Uh, who uh, well, Ron Harper, uh, who who was on that Cavs team too? Yeah. And he, they played... yeah, he, he would have stopped Jordan. <laughs> oh, last dance, man! If, if that were, if there wasn't a pandemic. Uh, we we uh, it it wouldn't be as as you know as hyped up. As I still it. haven't watched the last two episodes. What? Yeah, I mean, I got over it. I got over the the Jordan just talking about himself. <laughs> that's that's amazing, and now it's on Netflix too. It's easily accessible. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The last two episodes are probably more of the same. You know, Jordan Jordan's awesome. You know, play through the flu and then find. Uh, you know what? Just sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, and then you know, like five dudes showed up to his house to bring him pizza in Utah. Right? Yeah, the poison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that the you know that the mayor of Miami Dade County is not actually not actually called the mayor. No, what was he? Alcalde? The 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 Miami Dade County Commissioner. Really? Wow, that's really. Well, I, I just I just went on Twitter and somebody retweeted uh, some endorsements from uh, Debbie McCarcel Powell. Yes. And you know it's got like state senator, Florida city commissioner, blah blah blah, and then and then it has Daniela Levine Cava as Miami Dade County commissioner. Well, I know she was a commissioner before she she's in the hunt for mayor. Oh, sorry, you're right, candidate for Miami Dade. Oh, what, what is what payaso? Yeah, you uh, payaso, right. misreading the internet. <laughs> oh no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'll, I'll send you the, I'll send you the the the, the, the what it, what it is. Either payaso this Debbie woman or payaso this Phil Prazen for tweeting and uh, payaso. Segment or uh, information. That's fair. So, <laughs> tell, tell me, look, I'm going to send you right now. No, yeah, I, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, well, this is weird. This is very weird. This is a weird tweet. All right, sorry, I got distracted. As we always do, I, I've been distracted by behind the glass of uh, these basketball games the whole the whole time. Yeah, you know what it is now that uh, now that we're, we're doing it at, like at our own homes. I, I like I check Twitter because at the studio I wouldn't get good. Uh, Good cell phone service, so I can do it. But here, I check just in case anything breaks, and I got distracted by that. And you know, and back when we were in studio, I could cough, and then we could pause and like you know edit out the cough. Yeah. All right. So here, this is the Mets just released a statement. Oh. 
The Mets learned today that the two members of the organization have tested positive for COVID-19, and Major League Baseball has postponed tonight's game at Miami and tomorrow's game versus the Yankees at City Field. The team will fly back home to New York tonight with recommended safety precautions in place and conduct testing with the entire traveling party. So the people that have the Rona aren't going to fly back, or you're going to fly back with people from the Rona, and the people that are contact traced aren't going to fly. Oh, here it is. Sorry. The team is currently conducting contract tracing, and the two members that tested positive along with those traced to be within close contact will remain in Miami tonight. Oh! And then it's like the one the Marlins got stuck in Philadelphia. Yeah, well, Miami's a much better place to get stuck in Philadelphia. That's yeah, but, but, but I, mean, I mean, not that you could do anything anyways. I mean, there's a, there's a curfew. And even if you're allowed right. to walk out of your hotel room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they're both the same. They're both stuck in a hotel room until, until further notice. Yeah, but you know they can leave. But as long, I guess, I guess as long as nobody on the on the traveling party gets popped, they can resume the series. Mm-hmm. But then again, if somebody gets popped, they flew on the plane. That means there's going to be multiple poppages. Yeah. And by the way, do you see what I mean? The, these these two Indians pictures. <laughs> this, is, this is a funny tweet. All right, go ahead. Read the funny tweet. The Reds announcer getting caught saying a gay slur on air is really on air is really taking the heat off of Fernando Tatis for committing the equally heinous act of hitting a home run on a three zero count. Oh my god! <laughs> it was retweeted by somebody who works at Intercom, so I, he retweets it. It's fair game. All right, fair, fair enough. Yeah, so, oh no, no, sorry, he works for iHeartRadio. My bad. Different station. <laughs> he doesn't work for the fan. He works for the different San Diego. <laughs> I thought he worked. I forgot he said he doesn't work for the fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually thinking, man, what would the Mighty 1090 be like with this Fernando Tatis song? So it's like... funny you ask. There is, there is Mighty, the Mighty 10, the Mightier 1090 is back. What? Yeah. They got a new antenna? They got a new signal? <laughs> they, no, they got, a, they got a new investor. Oh, so the Mightier 1090. That's awesome. The Mightier 1090. It's very similar to the Joe. Uh, it's only got one local show. <laughs> and is it simulcast on on two stations? No, no, no. It just it, no, but but that that guy, the guy who hosts the show, Scott Kaplan, he he does two shows. He does he does a show during the day on ESPN seven ten in Los Angeles, and then he does afternoon drive on the Mightier ten ninety. That's awesome. <laughs> I wonder if he, I wonder if he copy and paste segments and sends it over. So it's really annoying to follow him on Twitter. I love the guy; he's great. But it's really annoying to follow him on Twitter because I don't care what he thinks about LA. Like I don't care about LA sports. Um, but then he, re- he, you know, he tweets a lot about LA sports now because he was on ESPN LA, but we'll, what will be very interesting is this guy. Like, if you think I hate the, the C words, this guy hates him just as much. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear him on ESPN LA talking about a team in Los Angeles that way. If is he watch? is he, is he, is he boycotting hard knocks like you are? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't. Uh, ask them yet? I haven't seen the sec- I haven't seen the second episode yet. Uh, maybe I will my by God, the time. You know what? If I was an NBA player, I tell my coach, just let me go to the. Whoa, bench. whoa! Look at that. Let me pretend I'm coming in, and then I'll go back to the bench. <laughs> let me just stand there for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, look, Giannis is about to check into the game. He's yeah, he's like Kyle Korver's like... not Kyle Korver's not watching the game. <laughs> I'm kidding. He is watching the game. But uh, yeah, look, uh, the, the Giannis is hoping for no de- no fouls, no dead balls. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Keep the play moving. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stay yeah, in this. Yeah. Pen- one of my players gets a foul to win and goes to the free throw line to win the game. I'm like, no, now I gotta go in. <laughs> I have to, I have to leave. I have to leave this move. <laughs> game seven, oh. we're down one, and, and Jimmy Butler gets fouled, and Hero's like, damn it, now I gotta go in for the rebound. <laughs> 
As soon as, and this, in a couple rounds, maybe Katia is going to be behind the glass as a, as a scoreboard <laughs> operator. You thought it has him. This is when you put me in, coach? <laughs> I'm not minus one. Damn it. Minus one for me, too. I left. But it, <laughs> no, I wasn't saying anything bad about you, Don. I was just saying he doesn't play. But, uh, yeah, look at Giannis just gave a fist pump. He's like, oh, yes, th- th- there's no fouls here. The ball is th- th- just solid movement. Yeah. Yeah, but I was excited when I when I heard the news that the Mightier 1090 was coming back. But then I saw the lineup, and it's all it's all national. Yeah, I don't know if we could do podcasts during NBA games anymore. This, we're going to be so distracted. <laughs> yeah, next week I'll not, put baseball games on. Not, not, by the, not by the game itself. But by what's no, the games are terrible. Milwaukee or Atlanta, terrible game. Let's <laughs> yeah, the Milwaukee's already. Well, Orlando's about to put up a 13th spot in a quarter. Yeah. All right. So what? here's the lineup. Here's the lineup. Nine to twelve. Eight, nine a.m. to twelve p.m. Rich Eisen. Uh, twelve to one is open. I don't know. There's nobody there right now. I don't know what they're playing. Uh-huh. Eleven to three is coast to coast with Scott Farrell. Hey right, guys. Uh, three to seven is Scott Kaplan, and then seven to nine is on the bench with Scott Farrell. Or this Scott Scott Farrell guy? Who's this guy? I never heard of this guy. And then nine to nine to midnight is uh, Tony Bruno. So uh, SDI, um, I feel like we were able to save the podcast after a serious start. Like you know, seri- in our, for our normally our podcast, we don't want our podcast to get serious. But I feel like we took some dark turns at the yeah, beginning. Sometimes it has to. But uh, but we got uh, but we I think we were able to save it towards the end with you know with, with ridiculous we went we went back to ridiculousness. But now on the flip side. In saving our podcast, we might have gotten ourselves in trouble with you know perving on women at the uh, at the NBA bubble. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we we saved it, the podcast. The podcast might have been more entertaining, but we might get in trouble. We may have to you know get a talk, and we may we, who knows we we may end up going the route of Tom Brennerman oh, no. and you know getting suspended. Uh well maybe I, I can use a week off. <laughs> And, and this, so uh, this new this new gig doesn't give me vacation time, man. <laughs> oh, I have a comment. <laughs> what, what are you? <laughs> okay, this guy two weeks ago makes us pot, pot on when I'm drunk because he wants to go on vacation, but I can't take vacation. <laughs> That's right. That hammered podcast. Yeah. Oh, that was a yeah. Yeah, that that was that was that was. Yeah, we should have parted last night. Last night I was pretty hammered too. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to get hammered pretty quickly because the curfew kicks in real hard. Yeah, but I showed up. I showed up at like five fifteen to get to get to remember what happy hour was like. <laughs> did you did you did you just did you just left the polls? Because I wonder if you just went. You just had a combo of vote and happy hour. No, well, the, vote go was, vote? the vote was on Tuesday. Uh, oh, that's right! Wow, today today's technically Thursday. And, I'm listening uh, on VT Radio. I, right. I, I voted. I voted in the morning. Yeah, it's probably that's probably the right. That's probably the right the, the right way to the do it. The polling place is literally right across the street from my house. So I wake up, I get ready, I go vote, I get my little sticker, and I go grab my car, and I go to work. That's the way. It's, that's the way it's, that's that's the that's the way. It's the way you got to do it. And I, I I get I get I did feel a little bit more American of uh, voting on a, on an election right? day, even though yeah. it technically was a primary it's, day. It's, it's, it feels more American, right? It feels more like. Like yeah, like I exercise my voting right. Like yeah, like I, 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 filling out a bubble and putting it in the mail. It just doesn't feel like you're voting. It feels like you're filling out a survey. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like you know, I I, I usually do early voting, but I, I I just kept putting it off, and then I had to go uh, and I, I had to vote day of, and and I felt good afterwards. Like man, I did it. 
Yeah, you get to walk around on voting day with your sticker and like all the yeah. ladies are like, oh look, he exercises rights. Look at that. Because instances where only one part, only one party is having a primary. For example, in the uh, I know this year, uh, even though there's, there's some craziness going on with the with the with the Florida primaries back in March because I was right in the peak of the coronavirus mm-hmm. starting. So, but technically the Republicans did run a primary, but it's just yeah. Like, see, that's that's it was that was one of the first elections that I didn't vote in. Uh, it was like a primary, right? It wasn't, and it was like right in the peak. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, and since it was just, you know, it didn't matter. It wasn't like a major vote. Yeah, well, hold on, we might be getting it was, out. It wasn't a <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> all right, all right, but uh, but like there are instances. Well, there are instances where, like you know, sometimes I know Colorado, like they'll have the Republican primary on one day and the Democratic primary another mm-hmm. day, so. What ends up happening is if you show up with an I voted sticker on after one of those days, you're giving yourself you're kind of giving yourself away. Right. Like if you like if you if you if you if the Republican primary was on one day and you showed up to work with an I voted sticker, everyone's gonna be like, Oh, this guy's a Republican. Yeah. And same same if you vote if you vote later in the week, oh the Democratic the, the, the Democratic primary is on this day, I go out and vote and I get an I voted sticker, everyone's gonna go, Oh, this guy's a Democrat. Right. Like, you know, like at least for our local for our local things, there was no like you know all their primaries are happening at the same time, so there was no you couldn't give yourself away. Yeah, it's it's tough because but I always I always because if it was the other way around, I could I could I could just get a sticker, save it, and then you know use it on both days, and then I can you know the 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 the, the Republican ladies will be like oh nice, and then I wear this I wear the same sticker on the other day, and, it's, and the Dems will be like oh that's nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah everybody everybody's happy. Right. <laughs> and hopefully, I'll be happy no. the same week. Ah! <laughs> maybe that could happen next week. <laughs> <laughs>